And welcome to episode 26.1 of the Before It Was School podcast. I'm Tom Montrads, this is Shaky J, and I did not fuck it up! I was going to say, two weeks in a row, mate. Like, seriously, like, the only, like, I think the only thing I could be more proud of you successfully doing twice in a row was having kids. Yeah, exactly. And even and then, even it then wasn't... I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it was Taya that actually did most of the work, considering she's got the bigger penis and probably impregnated herself. Yeah, probably. Wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I can't it's really comment on hey, that. <laughs> hey, Demo. Uh, no, it was just a random hey, Demo for this week, and I just thought, ah, that's an opportunity. Not going to miss it. Yes. And hey, Lauren. I don't yeah, know. Hey, I'm not comfortable enough with you yet to um, poke fun at you like I do with Demo. <laughs> Considering I've already talked about a relationship, I poke fun at her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, just so you know, that's what Jay calls his penis. Fun. Fun? Yeah. <laughs> um, once I've got my own place, I'm just going to have um, Madness Welcome to the House of Fun playing constantly. Going to have a black light so your walls look like a Jackson Pollock painting. To be honest, I've been putting um, food coloring down the eye of my cock so I can come multicolors. Like, I was actually going to call my, I was going to start doing that and call my dick Skittles so people could taste the rainbow. Um, <laughs> Trying to work out how to layer it so as I ejaculate, it actually would create a rainbow on a wall if I could <laughs> shoot it properly. So um, message us if you've ever been able to lay colored lines <laughs> down the eye of your penis and ejaculate it into a rainbow. Oh, uh, there's our first tangent. And we haven't even intro, like, yep, yep. And that, well, subject. Wait, wait, and that joke was a pot of gold. <laughs> oh. uh, I'll see myself out. <laughs> so... Does that make your balls the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Actually, no, yeah, that's a better way to put it. So, yeah, my <laughs> dick is skittles and my balls are the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Um, oh, God damn. Well, aren't we classy? <laughs> like, what, about what, not even a minute in, talking about my genitalia? Exactly. <laughs> well, wouldn't be us. Is, at least. Like, I blame her for that tangent. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be us if we didn't talk about your dick at least once an episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, from what I've been told a lot of times, it's a pretty good topic. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lauren. <laughs> and Damo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, we've got the shout-outs out of the way. Let's talk about the topic. So, um, Tom and I this week are talking about our two favorite bands. Um, in my case, it's ACDC, and, and in Tom Cat's, um, in Tom's case, it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Um, both have had key members live in Australia at some point, and both yeah. are fantastic musicians. Um, like both bands have fantastic musicians in them. Yeah. Um, admittedly, ACDC only has one original member left alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers still has what? Two. To what flea and Anthony? Um, Anthony, okay. Yeah. John and yep. Chad are replacements. And the others died, or no? Only one's dead. Yeah, well, see, I said alive, not in the band still. Oh, okay. Well, then there's yeah. three alive. Yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah. Um... Just when one of the original members died, the other one quit because of it. Okay, just didn't think everything was going to keep going. No, no, he just couldn't play music again for about two years, and then he joined Pearl Jam. Okay. Yeah. Well, couldn't play because of heartbreak, or couldn't play yeah, because of... 
yeah, drug fuck. I'm pretty sure it was heartbreak. The only real drug fuck one in the Chili Peppers is Anthony. I wasn't Flea absolutely messed up at one stage and had to relearn bass or something? Or No, that was John. A... John got fucked up. Those scars on John's arms aren't because of uh, fire, they're because of heroin. And mm. he got so fucked up that he forgot how to play his guitar. Once considered one of the top like 25 guitarists in the history. Now he can't even bend his elbows probably. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, so um, we're going to flip a coin to see who does episode one and who does episode two because we have moved it to a shorter, sweeter, more tangenty format. Yeah, and I'm going to ask my phone to flip a coin, but before I do, I'll be a gentleman and say heads or tails. I like both tail and head. <laughs> uh, pick one. Yes, sick. Ah, uh, head. Let's go with head. Flip a coin. And my phone's flipping a coin. And we have tails. And I swear my kids last to do tails. I trust you. Even then, I'm still going to do the exact same thing just a bit later. So it doesn't really change that much. Or I was actually going to say, I'll let you go first. Okay, I'm going to do it. Well, it's still a little bit later, just not as later as I thought. Um, <laughs> and I'll go second. So in this episode, 26.1, we're talking about ACDC, and I get a chance to interview one of their super fans, Shaky J. Yeah, I'm um, yeah, pretty big fan. I've spent a lot of money on merch alone, let alone CDs. For those who don't know what CDs are, they were a way that we got music before Spotify, and um, I love ACDC, have for years. Whoa, we just had a little bit of um, static come across. Did we? Did you hear that? Yeah, did you hear that? No, it didn't come through on my end. We're all good. Maybe it's the um, podcaster geist. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it sounded like the poltergeist static sort of thing. <laughs> or like the ring or something. Okay, just so everyone knows, our podcast is haunted. And if you listen to it, you'll want to die in seven days. Um, <laughs> Oh, God. I hope we don't, like, encourage someone to do something silly. No, of course not, no. It's not taken seriously. It's more a self-deprecating joke at our expense. Yes. Um, yes, uh, I would not wish anyone to actually hurt themselves. It's just more amusing saying that we are that bad that people want to, like, you know, stab themselves in their ears. Yeah. Um, and Jay's a little girl in a well. What was that, sorry? And Jay... And I'm a little girl in a well. Yeah. Uh, depends. Depends on the weekend and what the person pays me to do. Um, <laughs> oh, God, your OnlyFans is so fucked up. It's only welds now. Um, <laughs> uh, people wanting to just throw me down a well, not me to come back out. You're doing seven days. Anyway, uh, let's get into the uh, the intro Interview music. Interview element. So, no, uh, the well, intro music... <laughs> Did we talk about the fact that you're interviewing as part of this? Or did we just say... Yeah, just yeah. I just said I get to interview you. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, intro music. By the way, Lauren actually said she's digging... She dug episode one's intro music. So, yeah. It's, thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. It's the same as episode two's. Oh, well, yeah. She has. She apparently fell asleep listening to the second one. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's a good sign or a relaxing sign or if she was just tired and we shouldn't take it personal. Uh, I don't uh, know, but either way, fuck you. 
<laughs> I'm joking. I'm not that mean in real life. Yeah, really? You're going to be that mean to the person who's actually like, you know, thrown money at this podcast. <laughs> like, dude, come on. Oh, uh, you are. Repeat customers. You yeah, can be. I am. You, you I make am, her sleep with you. I don't make her. She's freaking. <laughs> She's free um, woman. She's addicted. Emphasis on the dick part. Oh. Um, uh, and just for you, Lauren, I'll keep the uh, theme music. The one that I used ball. last week. Let's hit play. Welcome to the Before It Was Cool podcast. That was the theme music, and we're back talking about our favorite band. Um, I'd say for those who tuned in and explain everything again, but the thing is, well, if you've just tuned in, just hit rewind. Um, <laughs> That's the beauty of podcasts. They're not live. Yeah, yeah. You've got the flexibility to listen to it at your own pace. Yeah. I'm imagining for us is putting it in fast forward to get it over and done with as quick as possible. <laughs> exactly. <So we> <laughs> like fast forward like that. It'd be great. Um, Although I have discovered with my voice because of my speech slurring and stuff, because of my disorder, it's actually better to listen to us at 1.2 speed. I sound normal or a semblance <laughs> of normal. Why the fuck would we do normal? <laughs> exactly. Like that's part of our charm is the fact that neither of us are normal. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like <laughs> we aren't normal. We're just like two guys who just talk a lot of shit at each other. Exactly. And some people find it entertaining, especially in the US, apparently, as we've said in the previous episode. Yeah, I still am like baffled as to why we're bigger in the US. We talk a lot of Australian shit right here. Well, have you actually looked at that and looked at um the amount of listeners we have in the US compared to the population? And then we look at the amount of listeners we have in Australia and compare it to the population. Yeah, true. Looking at that percentage would actually give you a more accurate. decent, accurate sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that metric is on our host website. I'll have a look later. Easy done. But yeah, um... We're talking about my favorite band being ACDC, um, yeah. in particular the Bon Scott era, um, because yeah. Bon Scott is God. Not uh, the Axl Rose era. What What was that? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. That one Axl Rose gig is probably the best yeah. ACDC gig of all time. You know what? I'm telling Taya to go in dry next time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and now I know what sets you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I don't. Dis- I don't consider it an era. Considering it was only for tours, it's more like a collaboration. Like he never yeah. did an album with them or anything like that. And he should have. It would have been excellent. <sighs> you were really cruising. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> but yeah. In particular, it is the Bon Scott era for me. Um, like, don't get me wrong, I love a lot of their later music, but um, Bon Scott was just pure magic. In my opinion, a better songwriter, like lyric writer, um, 
and yeah, just he was just such a dynamic person and character and just batshit insane. And um he was amazing. And yeah, so that's why um so yeah, the Bon Scott era, in my opinion, was the better era. And he was a better singer, in my opinion, than Brian Johnson. No insult to Brian Johnson. But yeah, you heard Brian Johnson's voice just get worse over time. Yeah. Um, like you listen to Back in Black and for those about to rock, we salute you. And then you compare him to the Razor's Edge, which is what had Thunderstruck on it. And then even now, Modern Era, which is what Black Ice and what's the most recent album called? Turn It Up, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and you just hear just such a difference in the quality of his voice, whereas Bon Scott stayed very consistent the entire time. It could have been all the alcohol and drugs just preserved in his vocal cords. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, mm. That brings me to like my first question of you. Uh, who was the better frontman? Not, not singer, but performance-wise. Scott Johnson or Rose? Scott. Bon Scott. Hands down. Um the man had an absolutely dynamic way to be on stage. Like when they appeared on Countdown for, I think one of the first times and they're doing a cover of Baby Please Don't Go, um, Angus was there as a schoolboy and Bon Scott thought he'd go the ying to the yang and dressed up as a schoolgirl. Um, this is, and like he's there, he's got a mallet and he's hitting Angus over the head with it and play, smoking on stage. Like he's wearing a skirt and doing a full spread and you just see these bright, I think it's bright red undies in the film clip. And it's just like, <laughs> You know what, there is, like, and it, he was an amazing performer, like, and considering, like, there was actually a stage where um, Angus and Malcolm were meeting him for the first time, and he walks in with, I think it's Coke and Speed and weed and two bottles of bourbon, and Angus just turns to Malcolm and says, you know what, if he can stand up, let alone sing, there's going to be some magic here. <laughs> and yeah, the man was an amazing performer, like, just, just a cheeky bastard who just had everyone eating out of the palm of his hands and could hit amazing notes and just was a great performer. Don't get me wrong, Brian Johnson, fantastic. Um, but as I said before, he's just not Bon Scott. Was it Bon Scott that used to do the flips on stage? Neither of them really did huge amounts of flips. The closest was Angus falling to the ground and spinning. Oh, okay. Um, Brian Johnson used to run up to the Hell's Bell and would grab onto the rope and hang upside down and swing from it. But um, that's about it. Maybe it was Axel. Not when he was in ACDC. He had a broken leg and did it all from a chair. Um, uh, Dave Grohl here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Dave Grohl did it, didn't he? From a chair. Well, he didn't do backwards, but he performed with a broken leg that he broke on stage. It was amazing. It was sitting down at one stage. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh so Bon Scott's obviously your favorite, and like yeah, you said, absolutely. that era of ACDC is easily your favorite. Uh, yeah. Personal note: I think it was the high voltage film clip. Might have been where you could clearly see he's packing to the left. Oh, that's most film clips with Bon Scott in them when he's, except for um, obviously Long Way to the Top because he's in a kilt. Um, 
But yeah, oh, <laughs> Scott, it was always tight pants, and apparently he was well hung. Yeah, um, another, oh yeah. You can see definition in this film clip as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, like and, you can yeah. see the mushroom at the top. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's fucking and, hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it was most film clips. Yeah. You wouldn't see much of it either in um Let There Be Rock film clip because he is in a um priest's um garb, so it's all covered. Yeah. But that being said, maybe he was more right because he was dressed as a priest and Angus was a little um angelic choir boy. Um <laughs> and just Bon Scott was getting enrolled in character. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh so have they ever released anything that you just cannot bring yourself to like? Um, in the Bon Scott era, no. In the Brian Johnson era, there was a couple of albums that were, I wouldn't say that I didn't like them, but they had, there was nothing amazing to them. Like they, they were just very generic ACDC. Like, don't get me wrong, ACDC is known for doing the same album 28 million times. Like, there's even an interview with Malcolm where it's, early on it's like oh how does it feel knowing that you've done eight albums exactly the same and Malcolm just turns and says fuck off we've done nine albums that sound exactly the same <laughs> um so yeah it was either Malcolm or Angus that said that but um yeah so with like so there's two albums in particular there's one that's a little bit better but I can't remember because it has one song on it that's actually worthwhile listening to but it's um fly on the wall and flick of the switch um those two albums were very lackluster. Um, I think that was during the 80s for them. Yeah. And yeah, it just 80s or 90s. I can't remember because I don't, I'm not as into the Brian Johnson era, as I've said. Yeah. Because um, yeah, and yeah, those two albums were pretty meh. Um, I'm also not a fan of their most recent, oh, not their most recent one, but the one before that. No, no, it's the most recent one because it just, even the title track off, it just sounded exactly the same as the previous one. Like there was no variance. Like even the background singers and the timing of it, it almost had everything the same. And it's like, oh, come on, guys. And yeah, that put me off even listening to that entire album. I've still got to actually get around to it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, if I was to say I, ones that I couldn't listen to these days, maybe Fly on the Wall and Flick, in the, flick of the Switch. I was going to say, like, I haven't even... I haven't even listened to those albums and I've listened to everything. Well, obviously not. <laughs> exactly. I've listened yeah. to like, everything one, but two there's things. There's one really good song between... Actually, no. So there's two good songs between the two, in my opinion. There's Sink the Pink, which is on Fly on the Wall. <laughs> yeah. And um, Shake Your Foundation, which I think is Flick of the Switch. I love that name. What? Sink, Sink the, the Pink. Pink. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's not bad. Like they're still not amazing songs compared to the like. If I was to like rank the top fifty ACDC songs, those two songs would not make it. Yeah, but they're still listenable because I am an ACDC fan, so I do enjoy them that little bit more than the average bear. He is one for you. Okay. What is the worst Bon Scott album? You have to pick one. Have to pick one. That is difficult. Give me a moment. Let me have another drink. <laughs> oh god. Um. Let me just double check because um, I am going to be very specific about this. I just got to double check the 
his full track listing. Wonder which one he's going to pick because like, they're all iconic. If you're Australian oh, yeah. and you don't like the Bon Scott era of ACDC, you were born overseas. Pretty much the Bon Scott era is like it's somehow affecting our DNA and we can come out of the womb reciting the lyrics. Um, so the one I would probably say is um, the Australian release of High Voltage. Oh, fair enough. So the, Australian, the Australian release of High Voltage, this was the track listing, and I had to double check this. So the biggest song on there, in my opinion, was Baby Please Don't Go, the one that I was talking about before. Yeah. Then... The other songs are She's Got Balls, Little Lover, Stick Around, Soul Stripper, You Ain't Got a Hold on Me, Love Song, and Show Business. Yeah. So High Voltage didn't even have High Voltage on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that's actually the first time that's happened in ACDC. The second time that happened was um, for If You Want Blood, You've Got It, which was a live album with Bon Scott. And then that, that song, If You Want Blood, You've Got It, actually came out on Highway to Hell. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, this was... So for some of this, the bass guitar and backing vocals were actually done by George Young huh. of the Easy Beast. And Harry Vander was involved with backing vocals as well. And of Vander and Young, the songwriters. Yeah. Which... But yeah, this was their first album. This was the very first. Could like, I... They'd only just got... Sorry, you go. Oh, sorry. No, you go. So, yeah, um, like the album itself only goes for about 40 minutes. Um, and, yeah, this was just after they'd gotten rid of um, Dave Evans, their first lead singer, before they became big. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, it was, they got rid of Dave Evans because he was more a glam rocker sort of thing. Yeah. But, um, like, your Gary Glitter, not as a great example of a person, but... <laughs> of a mu musician and bon scott joined up and um yeah like and don't get me wrong it's an amazing album and there's songs on there as well like the cover of baby please don't go is great um soul stripper you ain't you ain't got a hold of me is underrated in my opinion love songs really impressive because it's just it's a much softer song um so yeah i think it was i still think it was I think it's an underrated album, but of all of them, because in my opinion, the Bon Scott albums, like some of them are near perfect albums. So I have to say that one because it just didn't have the bigness yeah. of the others. Didn't have the title track. Uh, yeah. So you brought him up before in George Young. It brings me to my next opinion, including, including George. Who was the best young brother in your opinion? Best at what? Overall musician. <sighs> that includes um, performing and that includes writing. That includes Yeah, yeah, playing. that's why I was asking. I'm going to have to say Angus. Um, not that I don't love Malcolm because Malcolm is, such, is the better guitarist in my opinion. Angus is the better performer. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he because he he would move while he was playing malcolm just generally stepped to the back and did his thing and did it so well and i mean i think it was um friends will roll more no effects actually had an album called forever malcolm young yeah 
because they were always considered like a number two band sort of thing. I've never hit that top. And um, and Malcolm Young is heavily under under well amongst musicians, um, he's appreciated. People who know him just think, yeah, he's an ama- he was an amazing musician. People who just like know ACDC as a casual sort of thing don't know him because Angus and Vaughn and later Brian were both so much more dynamic on stage that they showed that and they don't have that musical knowledge of what a rhythm guitarist does. Exactly. But also don't forget that includes George in that fact. See, I don't know George well enough because he only did bass on that first album. Yeah, um, but and he I also well. played guitar in the most iconic uh, Australian song of all time, Friday on My Mind. Mm, I wouldn't say it's the most iconic Australian song of all time, but definitely amongst it. I would say the it's is, probably the most iconic. I'll put it up. Like, no, fair enough. Um, but yeah, you um, to ask people who, like a lot of people who George Young is, they wouldn't be able to pick him out, like the yeah, average Australian. True. true. A lot of them, Quite a few would know, but you ask who, if they know who Angus Young is. Yeah, most of them would more know. will know who Angus Young is. Yeah, and, and also, because... in my opinion, George is the better songwriter of all three. Oh, absolutely! ACDC songwriting was simplistic blues rock. Yeah, they can do a heavier sort of tone. Bon Scott was a an amazing um lyric writer, like a lot of double entendre, innuendo, and stuff. Very clever, but even he didn't appreciate his stuff, and he called it um toilet music like his lyrics yeah oh. but yeah it's um i've always wondered what uh, i'll be your backdoor man what he meant by that like i know what a backdoor man is in both yeah. connotations but i i was wondering what one he meant it as well bon scott was apparently a confirmed bisexual so um oh there you go yeah but like um they were still like but yeah um like the other thing i'd say about the album is that it was still them working out what they were um they were still high voltage building themselves up. high voltage sorry um what did i say no you're talking about the album again yeah, we're the just album, talking yeah. about the young brothers yeah, I know. I just I had a thought that I had to go back on and <laughs> okay. it was people finding themselves as musicians. So yeah, uh, sorry for the random moment there. Not apologizing to you. I'm apologizing to the audience. Yeah, um, you don't care enough about me for that. Yeah, like the only reason I've got you here is to record it and someone to bounce off and someone <laughs> that I can insult. Oh, you're lucky I'm a cuddly teddy bear. Yeah, I love you. Oh, is. Two more questions to go because I threw an extra one in there when I thought of it. And the first one of those two, without looking it up, this is a fun one, brother. Okay. Fun for you. And might not be fun in general. But without looking it up, can you name all five of the current members of ACDC? Um, no, I can't. I can try. Brian Johnson, Angus Young. Yep. Because Brian Johnson is still technically a current member. Yeah, um, he rejoined the band for touring. Yeah, Cliff Williams on bass. Yep. Um, Mark Evans on drums. Yep. And the guy who replaced Malcolm, who's the, Malcolm's nephew, so he's a young. Yeah. I think, it, I think it starts with J. No. No. No, I've forgotten then. I'm pretty sure it's Steve Young. Steve Young? I'll, I'll have to look that Yeah, it is, it's Stevie Young. I've got yeah. it here. 
Yeah, because he was named and after Stevie exactly, Wright. And the, at, and the drummer at the moment's Phil Rudd. I got it wrong. Oh, it is Phil Rudd. Um, and yeah, um, I didn't have the list in front of me. I should have. What's his name? Um, Dave Evans was the original lead singer, and then Mark Evans was the original bassist. Yeah. 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 So yeah, because he used to get pissed off because certain people would call him Dave. And it upset him because they didn't like Dave that much. <laughs> Mark Evans uh, was the um, original bassist. Well, sorry, the original consistent bassist. They've had a lot of band members, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, oh, Mark, yeah. Evans, Mark Evans is also the bassist for um, Rose Tattoo. Yeah, I wouldn't brag about that. Nah, Rose Tattoo is fine to listen to. Yeah. Like, you feel like an angry dude screaming. Well, he is angry. That's his name. Yeah, no, that's why I said it. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I did get that one wrong. Um, and there was another bit of um static, so it's death is coming closer now. <laughs> uh, and the final question that I have on my list is something that every fan of a mega band like this can know off the top of their head. And that is how many times have you seen them live and which time was the best? I've seen them three times. Um, first time was with my mates, Aaron and Fergo. And that was for the black ice tour. Was that when the train came out of the... Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was for the Black Ice tour. So that was 2008, 2009 sort of era. Yeah. Um, then the other two times were both for the Rock or Bust era, which was the next tour. And I saw them twice in one week. <laughs> the first one was with my mum because she'd never seen them. And we went, we got drunk, had a great time. Um, and then the second time for that, it was like a day later or two days later. And I went with um, an ex-girlfriend to go see him and still very drunk. Um, <laughs> like I remember being on the um, train to the thing and just got a bottle of, I think it was solo and it was like 40% tequila and 60% solo. And just, we're going to met a guy going to the same thing. It's like, Oh, do you want to have a swig? He's like, and yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. I had an absolute ball going to see it. It was great. Um, the best one I saw I'd probably say with, uh, my guess is probably Fergo and Aaron. So the Black Ice tour, oh, okay. um, Rock or Bust wasn't as good an album. Yeah, Black Ice was a pretty solid album and um, had an absolute ball. Bought my first ACDC shirt that wasn't black. <laughs> it was like a bright red and orange and yellow tie-dye with all this ACDC stuff over it. It was the most expensive shirt there, but it was worth it. Yeah. Um, it was my first time seeing them like, not meaning to make a virginity joke, but you never forget your first time. Yeah. Um, it was just a really, really good concert. There with mates, which always makes it fun. Um, just, yeah, just partied hard, drank hard, was really close, like in the pit sort of thing. Yeah. It was just fantastic. Um, I would, yeah, and it's a very positive set of memories for me because it's not just a fun event, which any concert is, but it was a fun event with friends. Yeah. yeah. Which always makes it that bit better. And from everything I heard, that show was great. 
Except for the opening band, but everything else was great. What, Wolf Mother? Yeah. Or... See, I didn't mind Wolf Mother because uh, there was two opening bands. There was um, Calling All Cars and then <laughs> Wolf Mother. So Calling of Cars, like the excitement level was like at a two. Wolf Mother comes on and built up to about four. But then when they did um, Joker and the Thief in the Night, it built up to about a six. And then the moment you heard ACDC go, it was just shot straight up. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was at the was it ANZ Arena? Big stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, they can't not do a stadium tour in Australia. Right. Oh, of course not. Like, they need the num like the Australia's just too crazy about them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like uh Metallica the last two tours have had to be stadium tours. Well yeah, if you're a big enough band you can do that easy. Yeah. Well Eminem he only does stadiums when he comes to Australia. Well, there'd be a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure Pink could do the same. Uh, Pink does the arenas because of her trapeze. Like she, okay. She does, like, the Kudos Bank Arena. Okay. You feel them do those type of shows because they feel more intimate? I get that. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's all my questions I have for you. Do you have any, uh, Little factoids or anything going to spew at the audience? Um, one thing I'll say, like, because as I've said multiple times, I'm a huge fan of ACDC, but there is some very underrated um, albums, even in the Bon Scott era of ACDC. Like, you listen to Power Age, which, if I remember correctly, did not have a huge amount of hits, but there are some absolutely amazing songs. Like, you listen to Sin City by them, who The Offspring actually do a cover of. Yeah, and it is so damn good, and it's um, it's also the first ACDC album not to have a title track, and the first one worldwide to be released with the same album cover, because <laughs> all the previous ones were done with different album covers. Yeah. Um, my favorite um film clip would probably be "Let There Be Rock" from "Let There Be Rock." Um, I think "Highway to Hell" is probably a perfect album. Yeah, like, like you can listen to it back-to-back, back and every single song is great. Some people will actually put down um, one song on there called Night Prowler because it's a very dark sort of thing, but it's a really sleazy, dark blues song, and I, I really appreciate it as well. Yeah. Um, when I it comes to the I like Night Prowler. Yeah, so do I. Um, when it comes to the um, Brian Johnson era, my favorite song out of that is probably Hell's Bells. Yeah. I love Hell's Bells. Like The guitar riff in it is just amazing. Um, you shook me all night long. I think is the best lyrical song, but apparently a lot of the lyrics in that were actually written by Bon Scott. Oh, okay. Um, like they were just leftover ones that they never used. In particular, she told me to come, but she was, but I was already there, which is just great. <laughs> I love love the opening for for those about to rock. We salute you. Yeah. Um, and I will say that their most overrated so song is Thunderstruck. I am so sick of hearing that song. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, that or uh, Thunderstruck no. or Fade to Black. Fade to Black, you mean Back in Black? Back in Black, Fade to Black's Metallica. I also get yes. thrown the Bellatoes and Hell's Bells mixed up. There's there's a very similar lyrical content there. I think it's similar naming. And anyway. they both start with. I, see, I love Back in Black, but it's not. 
it's not what the other songs were for me, as I said. Yeah. Um, though some other ones of the Bon Scott era that I think are really good, even though I've shat on him most of this time, um, Who Made Who from the album Who Made Who, which was actually a soundtrack written for Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Did you say from the Bon Scott era? No, this is from the Brian Johnson era. Yeah, okay. You said from the Bon Scott era before. Oh, did I? Okay, I meant the Brian Johnson era. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, Who Made Who, the album, is really good. But the thing is, it is technically from the Bon Scott era because there's actually Bon Scott songs in there. Okay, um, it's half and half. And Who Made Who also was the first Australian album, if I remember correctly. Oh, not Australian. First ACDC album, if I remember correctly, that had um, instrumentals. Huh. Yeah, which um, was it is, boring? And they're solid things. Oh, no, good. they're pretty solid. There's, there's two instrumentals, then the title track, Who Made Who, which is a great song, but the rest of them were all from previous albums. Um, uh, that's gone to the song, Who Made Who. I'm just going to try and find the... Um, where is it? Who Made Who? Great film clip, too, where Angus gets cloned, which is great. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, it was Who Made Who, like, which was the title track. You Shook Me All Night Long, Sink the Pink from Fly on the Wall, Ride On from Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, so Bon Scott era, which is a beautiful song. It's um, Bon Scott pretty much singing old school blues. It's great. For those about to rock, Shake Your Foundations and Hell's Bells, which are all Brian Johnson era. And yeah. then the two which the two instrumentals, which were DT and Chase the Ace, which I actually thought were really solid songs. Um yeah. And yeah, like um, just really good, solid songs, like instrumentals, which just mixed it up a little bit. Yeah. And you actually got to hear like, without screeching over the top from Brian Johnson or even Bon Scott. Don't get me wrong, I love this screeching, but it's nice to hear something a little bit different. Yeah. But um, other than that, like, like pretty much all the Bon Scott albums are worth listening to. It's a fifty-fifty for Brian Johnson. Like, Back in Black's worth it. For those about to rock's worth it. You don't bother with Flick of the Switch or Fly on the Wall. Blow up your videos, pretty good. Razor's Edge is very solid. You listen to the song, The Razor's Edge, and it's it almost verges on metal in some of its styling. Yeah. And yeah, like but like really dark sort of metal. Like, But yeah, very interesting. Ball Break is good fun. Stiff Upper Lip's okay. Um, Black Ice was solid. Rock or Bust and Power Up were meh. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I haven't much, even listened to the new album. Well, yeah, and that's that's the way it was pretty much for me as well. Yeah. Um, but the thing I'd also say to because we have a lot of US listeners and ACDC weren't that big in the US until the tail end of the Bon Scott era into the Brian Johnson era. Listen to the Australian high voltage, the Australian TNT because it's pretty much the um the American high voltage with more songs. Yeah. Um, Listen to Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, Let There Be Rock, Power Age, Power to Hell, um, If You Want Blood, You Got It, which I think is one of the most underrated live albums of all time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you will not complain. They are, it's amazing. It is so good. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that is the end of my interview, is it? I think it is. Uh, if wow. you notice, you everyone, know? I let Jay just go off a little bit because it was his subject in his week. Yeah, and you know what I'm more impressed with? I didn't fucking tangent the entire time I was talking ACDC. Exactly, because no, that, you that's had a topic that you were focused on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm focused on a lot of them. I just think of other amusing things. It's just if I'm there, 
tangents usually happen if I'm bouncing off you and I'm trying to make you laugh. And in this case, I was just talking what I knew. So exactly. Um, one thing I'd also say, like, if this doesn't tell you how much of an ACDC fan I am, in, in particular the Bon Scott era, if I ever have a little boy, I do plan on calling them Bon. Um, I know it's Bogan as fuck. Bogan, for those who don't know, is pretty much the Australian version of Trailer Trash. Um, I don't care. Or Trailer um, Bob Boy if you're in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Eh? Um, <laughs> but yeah, Bon, I just I actually love it as a name. And to be honest, I just would love that as the name of my child and yeah and also sorry one last thing for those who think bond scott choked on his own vomit he didn't it was actually alcohol poisoning <laughs> um a lot of people believed it was because john bonham also died of something similar yeah and so did jimmy hendrix yeah well it's generally like a way to go but yeah bond scott it was um alcohol poisoning yeah same that as being uh... said, john bonham john bonham also outlived bond scott but yeah yeah same as Jim Morrison. He all kind of, he drank a bottle of whiskey and then got in the bath and had a heart attack because of it. Yeah. Well, Bon Scott had a Spice. huge nut on the fist and his mate put him in the back of a car to sleep it off and it happened there. Um, I know that John Bonham, the breakfast he had that morning was three triple vodkas. Yeah. Like the men, fucking, like they all partied hard and yeah. sometimes that party lifestyle catches up with you. Yeah. Even if it doesn't kill you, it fucks you up. Like, look at, you know, Keith Richards and Ozzy Osbourne. Exactly. Ozzy's got, I think, it's dementia. No, no surprise there. And Like, drug use dementia or alcohol use dementia. Keith Richards just cannot die. His bones are made of I'm pretty sure he's actually the evolved form of, like, a leather wallet. (laughs) Like, come to life. And someone left a guitar pick and said wallet, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll start doing this. No, those uh those Pokemon Abracadabra and Alakazam. Well it goes mm. Abracadabra, Alakazam, Keith Richards. <laughs> he looks Don't like know where the Pokemon referent came in, but Because yeah. he looks like fucking one of those Pokemon. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> Random little thing popped in my head. We we Jay, you don't understand. We must go on tangents. I know, I know. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, God. I'm an idiot. Nah, if you're having fun, who cares? Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, so God. That's, what that's the end of part one. Tune into part two, where Tom talks about his favorite band. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. The, oh, I thought they were the blue cold... Mild capsicums. Oh, well done, well done. You got it out. You got it out. Yeah, like I'm going through. It's like fuck, 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 fuck. But like the first two were easy. You like um, shit. I started. Fuck. Yeah, I've committed now. I've committed now. <laughs> oh god. Yes. Uh, in the next episode, which is twenty six point two, Jay will interview me. Like we said about my favorite band, similar to this. Uh, probably better <laughs> uh, his questions not. might be better than mine i don't know but uh yeah i haven't done this and like interviewed someone in like four or five years so i was a little rusty little rusty nah it's all good and if you're gonna get rusty get rusty with me exactly i prefer a rusty trombone but whatever <laughs> oh but, um, shit i watched bad grandpa again the other day i've uh, never watched it so 
but I knew what a rusty trombone was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, are we going to do the classic um, check us out on all these different... Oh, yeah. Check us out on YouTube. It's uh, just search before it was cool. Uh, our logo will pop up and you can check out all of our top tens or even the previous podcast episodes. It doesn't hmm. matter. Uh, we do have more and more ideas for top tens coming up. I'm finishing my Tim Burton one now. Three sorry, years Indonesian. later. Yeah, three years later. <laughs> and then bah, I'm finishing it now and we've got more ideas coming up. Uh, yeah. You can also go to Podbean, uh, not Podbean, uh, Patreon, com forward slash before IWC. That's P A T R E O N dot com. See, now I'm disappointed. I thought you were going to say Patron and then I could have some more tequila. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, did we get sponsorship from Patron? Where the fuck's my part? Um, <laughs> Uh, well, so, uh, before IWC at gmail.com, we want, uh, voicemails, voice memos from you guys telling us your funny stories. Tell us about your favorite bands of all time and a little, uh, one or two little tidbits that you or think even better, be cool. even better, pay us to talk about your favorite bands. Yeah, exactly. Go to Patreon and pay us to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it could work. You could have something fun, or you could hear us go on a rant because, like, your favorite band is like you know, Nickelback or Coldplay. Exactly. Or Pitbull. <laughs> oh, Pitbull. Red light, green light. Sorry, but that yeah, WrestleMania you, you... performance was horrible. Oh, that what? Sorry, that WrestleMania performance was horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, even though I'm done with WWE, The Undertaker is going into the hall. Yeah, we know. It, it, I know. Yeah, We've talked about it already. <laughs> yeah, we have, but we haven't talked about it on the show yet. Yeah, well, it's no surprise he's going into it. He was one of the most consistent perform- performers for years for um, WWE. He had a gimmick that he held to really well. Yeah. Like, it was rare to ever see him break it. He was just great. He's and still is great. And I'm glad he ended it with the um, Boneyard match rather than Goldberg dropping him on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Although he had the, uh, the what is it, the Graveyard Dogs match, the tag match. Yeah. The... In between Goldberg dropping him on his head and the, Oh, yeah. Uh, with, um, with Roman. With um, DX. Oh, no. No, Roman and. Nah, this is way after the DX thing. Roman was his tag partner, and Drew and Shane were the opponents. Okay. And then uh, after that is when he had the graveyard match. The boneyard match, yeah. Boneyard match, yeah. But yeah, yeah. and uh, Steve Austin looks like he is probably going to return. Yeah, you can tell um, WWE is desperate to get some people to watch again. Well, they've got to fill up fucking AT&T Stadium twice. Mm. So that crowd they had at WrestleMania 32, the 100,000 plus, they've got to do that two nights in a row. Oh, yeah. So they've got to have something big. But, uh, yeah. I'm... And it looks like uh, Cody Rhodes is returning to WWE. 
Yeah, it's rumored. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Well, he's left, and he's already he's doing our uh, vignettes at the uh, at the training facility in Florida at the moment. Mm. So, I looks that one is closest to a confirmed thing. Mm. Yeah, I had to get them off my chest because uh, there'll be old news next week. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Wink, wink. Maybe. Wink. Alrighty. So, uh. So, just so everyone knows, the winking was because we actually do record the two episodes at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, if our um, opening to the next one is not as enthusiastic as the last one, <laughs> you know why? Because I've used up all my ad lib material. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's so, right. yeah. Um, Anyway, so yeah, check us out on all the usual in all the usual places. Yeah. Um, Jay's got an OnlyFans, but I think he's privatized. Only it. Weld. I established this. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh anyway. so yeah, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Wink wink. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>